0: Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Welcome to the guest segment of our show. hope you enjoyed the intro. And we have a special guest, John Q. Public. We can well, I'd like to call him Q, but you'll think it's Q Anonymous, and we all know that guy's not real. So, I don't know, do we call him Mr. Public? Do we call him John? We'll figure that out as we go. But we have someone who's kind of like... The average Joe on the street, and he's got questions. And he's probably more aware than most Americans about what's going on, but he wants to know more. And we thought this would be instructive for people who really aren't up on current events as much, because they'll probably have a lot of the same questions. But before we go to John Q Public, we have a couple of things we need to tell you about. We really do because, <laughs> well, first of all, let me just get right to the point here. We have a new TV show and it aired on August 3rd. So, what are we in? About five weeks into this now, on the eve of 9 11, for which we'll never have the truth. And so, when we look at this, wow, we have a TV show that's just kicking butt. And it's not because of yours, truly. I- I- I'm kind of like your no talent quarterback. Who, all I have to do is hand the ball off, but I have great players around me. And I too, Trent Dilfer, can win the Super Bowl. And that's kind of what we're doing here on our TV show. Listen to me for less than a cup of coffee a day, a month, a month, $2.50 a month on the annual plan, you get unlimited access. And the great guests that we have, we, we put. Uh, unbelievable people up there, and people are saying, "Man, this is good." There's no censorship. There's no commercials. And you got to hear a couple here because we got to pay to be on the air, ladies and gentlemen. We got to pay for that airtime. But anyway, the Common Sense is where you want to go and uh, become part of our family because we're expanding our reach: podcasts, website for articles, radio, which you're hearing now, and now we have TV. Why do we have to diversify? Because Big Brother keeps interfering with us. <laughs> so that's why. Anyway, uh, we have a couple of sponsors that you really need to pay attention to. There's coming a day very quickly you're not going to be able to get the food you need or at an affordable price. And, and let me ask you a question. Do you have two years of food? Okay. Now, for the 95% of you that don't, do you have six months? That's the DHS recommended minimum. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Probably about 10% of you have that. So are you ready to get started before it's too late? Okay, well, we got the deal for you. At preparewithdave.com, we have $100 off the four-week special. You go, four weeks, that's all? But think about it. This is the most inexpensive way, if you buy multiple sets, to build your food storage. And it's restaurant quality, completely safe, 25-year shelf life. And people, one guy came in, he bought 100 sets. 100 sets. <laughs> What's 100 times four for weeks? <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> He's probably ready for the second coming. But anyway, we recommend you do that. Okay, so go to preparewithdave.com. And if you have food, you got to have water. Now, here's the problem in a, a prolonged crisis. On the fifth day, the Naval War College says the biggest cause of death is waterborne illness. And you'll always find standing water, runoff water, palm water, scum waters, pool water, whatever it is. But you can't drink it and you'll have something like sporidium. But if you have the right water filter, then you're not going to have a problem. And I recommend you buy two or three of these because things break and things get stolen. We have three here in the Hodges household. And then we also have that solar water heater that you've seen me advertise over on YouTube. Uh, So we're really set with the water. You need to be too. And right now they're offering their product for 40% off while supplies last. That's a key word, while supplies last. And uh, the if you go to waterwithdave.com, there's research, research that says this is how our product compares to the competitors. They're number one. Forty percent off for the best there is. This will save lives. Waterwithdave.com for the water. Preparewithdave.com for the food. And now we have our version of commercial-free radio to the end. Well, Mr. John Q. Public, I'm glad you could be with us, and, and I'm glad you've agreed to come on and kind of share your concerns or questions in an understandable format where I can articulate some answers because I think some of what we do sometimes is over people's heads that are just getting started in this so we're, we're, we're glad you could come on
1: well thanks for having me David um, I'm happy to be here
0: well we're happy to have you ok so let's start off I'm just going to let you pick the topic you get to form the question and uh, I'll give you the best answer I can
1: you know Dave uh We've had this pandemic for so long now, and it's it's become kind of ridiculous. You hear all these different numbers, and it's my understanding that um, there are they've faked some of the COVID data. Um, that they haven't been really truthful about the actual number of people who uh, got the disease and the actual number of people who have actually passed away from the disease. What can you tell me
0: about that? Oh, I'm glad this is commercial free the rest of the way because we'd be running into the break on this one. Um, The fraud comes on multiple fronts, and then they've given themselves permission to commit fraud, and I'll cover all that here. First of all, let's start off with a test. On April 18th, FDA Commissioner Hahn issued a written statement that's on my website at thecommonsenseshow.com, and he said, and I quote, due to the emergency nature of the situation regarding COVID-19 we are not requiring test manufacturers to go through validation of tests. We trust that they'll do a good job. Uh, If anyone has a ninth grade science background if you don't have uh, measures of reliability and validity on your test, if you don't have a margin of error, (laughs) if you don't have your false positive rate before you go to market, you don't have a test in any number you say can't be believed. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Uh, That's ridiculous. I cannot believe that they said that.
0: Well, he didn't just say it in April. He said it again in May. So you would think over 30 days they could start making some progress in that area, but they didn't. So this has led to abuses like in Florida on July the 11th. There were 334 testing sites in which thousands of people were tested, and every one of them came back positive. <laughs> That'd be like winning the lottery every day for about six months. Yeah. It's just not possible. Well, then there were 34 or more sites that the positivity rate was between 91 and 99%. That's called having a stacked deck. Yeah. So, I'll continue. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to follow up on that?
1: Yeah, statistically, that's not even possible. I mean, No. If you have a, 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 a the right group, and it you know then and you can't get those kind of numbers.
0: Well, l- let me tell you, I've got SPSS Stat Package because I used to be an old stat professor, and I've actually written a couple stat courses, and oh. um, and I ran the numbers, <laughs> the odds, the probabilities. Uh, it, it's in the neighborhood of about nine hundred and seventy billion to one that this is a coincidence
1: that doesn't surprise me no
0: the numbers were just off the charts i mean we almost got to a quadrillion on the odds i couldn't believe it but anyway that's that's one thing the other thing that we see is that um covid19 the tests are are sensitive to people who've had colds so you may not have had covid you could even test negative if there is such a thing and, um, but it'll come back positive, and all you had was a common cold. That's real common. That happens a lot.
1: Oh, I never heard that.
0: Before. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's been out there. That was actually discussed in the media, mainstream media for a while, and I'm going to say back in May. And then people started asking too many questions and they buried the topic. All right, now down for the fraud. This is the part where your questions seem to center. Uh, the federal government. Incentivized fraud. And here's what I mean. I, I, I can't remember the exact amount. I think it was $13,000 are paid to local government or local health departments by the federal government for every COVID diagnosis. So Florida hit the lottery on July the 11th. And uh, oh and for every death, it's a payment out of 38000 preach covid death so there are stories like this i've talked to a number of nurses and doctors who contact me and obviously they're not going public but they say well dave i I was treating a guy for uh diabetes and he had stage i think it was stage five kidney failure in other words the guy was days away from dying and eventually he succumbs and and they tested him the day before he died and they said oh he's now got covid and so he had uh congestive heart failure uh, he had had a brain aneurysm wasn't doing well and then he had this uh, kidney, ab- absolute kidney failure and dialysis was a waste of time now and they put down COVID as the single cause of death uh, and then there was a story about a, a emergency room nurse who told me guy was brought in from a motorcycle accident had severe head trauma after having run into the back of a truck and he wasn't wearing a helmet he was effectively DOA when he came in. And uh, they they ran his vitals, and he came back with COVID. So they listed COVID as the cause of death.
1: So running your head into something like that didn't cause death. It was the COVID.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and well, <laughs> it gets worse. Um, <laughs> then you have people. There was a story about these medical professionals in San Bernardino. And uh, they contacted me, and uh, this has actually been out there uh, in the local news, but not national. But they were told they had to go get tested. Okay, so they were released after lunch to go get tested, and uh, they filled out the paperwork. And it's now four o'clock. <laughs> They've been there three hours, and they says, "No, no, I got kids to pick up uh, from Granny." who's babysitting while I'm working, or that kind of thing. So they had to get back to the office, get their belongings, and leave. And they leave. Three days later, they all got letters from the testing center saying they tested positive. This is common. This is common. This is common. So there's built-in fraud. And the reason being, think about what COVID has done. Uh, COVID has um, destroyed the economy, taken away about half the jobs in America And uh, cities know they're not going to have a tax revenue next year. So they're trying to stockpile with these fake numbers as quickly as they can. So that's another part of this. Okay. But the other thing, I'll I'll give you an example that's happened here where I live in Arizona, in Arizona State. The Arizona State people were only reporting active cases. Active cases. Okay. Okay and then uh, the CDC just went ape you know what and said why aren't you reporting past cases and Dr. Michael Crow the president of ASU had a great answer he said people catch it people get over it we don't deal with that here we're only concerned with active cases well you still have to put those numbers down so they artificially inflate the numbers how do you like them apples
1: you know, so this, it almost seems like it's a conspiracy to, to, to bring us down. I don't know whether it's because of the election or just because somebody in the world doesn't like us or something, but that that's troubling. That's extreme. That's, that's not troubling. That's scary as heck.
0: Yeah. I could go on and on, yeah. but I think you get the idea. I, I could tell more uh, yep. conspiracy stories, but I think that's the overall flair. From test creation without validation, which means you have no reliability in your numbers to absolute incentivized fraud by the federal government and the state and local governments taking advantage of it, to faulty testing, and, uh, by the way, to watch out. Watch out, because this fall, uh, in the early CDC protocols, they said that uh, getting to stage one, stage two, stage three of opening up, they're going to include the flu numbers. Now, that really bothers me, because when this started in March, They said, this is way worse than the flu. You can't trust the numbers. It's the flu. It's not the flu. It's not the flu. It's not the flu. And now they're including flu numbers, all because they want to inflate the numbers. And my conspiracy theory is this. In Governor Ducey, who has multiple conflicts of interest, in his guidelines to reopen, he says that community spread must be zero and he's calling for the eradication of the virus that's that's part 1 of two parts to reopen withdave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time there's never been an eradication of a virus ever ever you can't completely stamp out a virus I suppose you could if every living thing on the planet were to die but that'd be the only way to accomplish that and and th- that will never happen and so therefore we'll never satisfy that part and then uh, Doug Ducey is on the board of TGen and TGen has uh, contracts with, um, <laughs> you guessed it, m- uh, manufacturing for vaccines. They're business partners. And Ducey's second protocol 60% of the people have to be vaccinated. And that's that's your phase two opening. And, um, and he's on the board of TGen. And also, uh, TGen has a partnership with Sonora Quest Laboratories that does the bulk of the testing. So Doug Ducey, the governor, can use his power as governor to direct funds to where he's on the Board of Governors. A total conflict of interest, both on the vaccine and... By calling Noble Gold at 877 646 5347. The testing sign, and no one's calling him on it. And when you do, they call you a conspiracy theorist. Even though you can go to the website of TGen and see he's on the board of directors. How do you like them apples? I, I,
1: how do people get away with that? I mean, it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, well, and, and, and here's the thing he's keeping us locked down. Like the casinos could be open, but the gyms couldn't. Casinos can be open, but the churches can't. He's trying to make us miserable and make the standard such that you must take the vaccine, uh, or you you won't get out of uh, shall we say jail. Well, while he profits. Well, that's all. Yeah. Oh well, yeah.
1: Well, Dave, thanks for let me know all that. Um,
0: I, I warned you it was long. You asked a great question. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay, I've got another question. I've heard uh, heard something about there's a threat of us losing our money, like in our 401Ks, and our savings accounts, and and things like that, if there's a possibility of something like that happen, happening to us. Do you know about this, and, and can you tell me if it's there's any truth to it at all?
0: Well, absolutely. Um, I've been advertising for Noble Gold for years. And I saw all the good things they were doing for people. And then I I came to an aha moment. And this was about three months ago. And I said, oh my gosh, if your 401k, like my wife says, is tied into her former employer that she retired from, and the employer were to go belly up, the 401k goes away. And if you have a 401k with a bank, and the bank goes into receivership, and right now the Federal Reserve owns 33% of all mortgages in America now. So the housing market isn't near freefall. We're not far away from it. And so if that happens and the banks are left holding the bag and they start to fail, uh, your 401k goes away. So Nova Gold actually produces this uh, IRA that's gold-backed. And and, uh, although we're not advertising for them in this segment, we should be 877-646-5347. But they um, actually have gold-backed IRAs. And that means uh, gold that's held its value for 6,000 years will back up the IRA. So your question, another great question, ding, 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 ding for John Q. Public, because um, your IRA is only as good as what's backing it up. That's the answer to your question. Okay, well, look at our economy. Let, shall, shall we be frank? Um, What is it? Fifty-eight percent of all small businesses that were in business at the time of COVID and the restrictions are now out of business. 110 million uh, working Americans in February of uh, this year. And, uh, And now, that's, by the way, defined as 30 hours or more per week. And now that number has shrunk by 50%. Um, That tells you how bad the economy is. And and mom-and-pop restaurants, 85% are supposed to be out of business by the end of the year, and 80% of small businesses. And we have major corporate chains failing, too. And there's going to have to be major bailouts, or all the airlines are going to go under, uh, probably about 75 oil companies. So what does that say about the stability of the economy in answer to your question?
1: Yeah, Yeah, that doesn't look good well thanks again for the, the information now I've also heard about uh, FEMA camps and
0: <laughs> you conspiracy theorist
1: how, how, yeah, I, I know well you know I, I hear this stuff and I want to know is, is it possible for us to be shipped <laughs> out to a FEMA camp
0: it's not only possible it's beginning to happen um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this let's start in New Zealand I have been telling people now for about three months watch New Zealand, watch Australia, they are beta tests for what's going on what they're testing there on smaller size populations they're extrapolating their mistakes and their good points to bring it here to America and people said Dave that's conspiracy theory and I have said this week the conspiracy theory awakens in America Let me go back six years, and then I'll bring it into the present. There was a document I came across quite by accident in September of 2014. And it was a document that was called ESF Number 8. And it was from Human Health Services with UN input. And they uh, took two executive orders as the justification for the act. uh, One from Obama and one from George W. Bush and both define what physical conditions would you have to have to be transported involuntarily and confined at what I started to term a FEMA medical martial law camp. And I mean that term exactly, but they called it uh, a medical camp. (laughs) Okay, well, I did a little research on ESF number 8, and there were 17 agencies that were a, a signatory to this agreement. The FBI, DHS, the State Department, but not one medical organization. No Doctors Without Borders, no National Institute of Health, no CDC. And I thought, whoa, wait a minute. They're transporting you for these defined symptoms like sniffling and coughing that's congestion and stuff. And they would send you out, but they don't have anyone there to treat you.
1: <laughs> it, 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 so what are you supposed to do if sick, you park that we just you just go there to die?
0: I think what this is, and a communist takeover. And, and, and would you agree that we're in the midst of a communist takeover right now? Boy, it sure seems like it. Yeah, the, the the Constitution is null and void. There is no pandemic exception to the Constitution, according to Federal Court Judge Deaver, and he's exactly right. Yet governors and mayors have taken it upon themselves to make up their own rules and become their own dictators. So, having said that, the Constitution is gone. So we are in the midst of a Bolshevik revolution, is what I call it. And if the Bolsheviks take over, okay, you heard you heard Kamala Harris, she's already said uh, on day 100 I'm taking your guns if Congress doesn't do it and you're not going to have cars and I'm thinking well boy you're really endearing yourself to the public but she has already said this now on the campaign trail so uh, you've got that attitude that's a communist attitude that's, that's called you have no property rights you have nothing well Fred it's going to get ugly now people are going to rise up and protest so we have a medical martial law camp So, let's take the New Zealand model right now. They've got a woman there. as the Prime Minister, um, Ardern. She is a piece of work. In fact, actually, this uh, weekend, I'm interviewing um, an activist from New Zealand who's going to give me the lowdown. But they have it now to where you can't barter. Um, They're trying to lock people into digital currency. They're just starting it now. And uh, they have all kinds of restrictions. Uh, You can't give food out to people because it might be covid And now she has said that this is based on 14 active cases in the whole country. They're going to take the active people and put them in confinement at an undisclosed location. This is New Zealand. Now, it gets gets worse. When you go into a building now by law, they have a QR reader paper on the entrance of the door. And you must scan your phone to the QR reader. And that records when you come in. So if John Q. Public goes in there at 8 a.m. And you're COVID positive, And I go in there at, I don't know, let's say 5 p.m. And you're long gone and no chance of transmission. They don't record when you leave. If we're in the building on the same day, they can come and snatch me as a, quote, suspected COVID exposed person. That's their problem. Too bad, so sad for New Zealand. Governor of Ohio. What a piece of work he is. He is now putting shelters in undisclosed locations. And if you're COVID positive, and wait till you hear this one, if your kid is at school and he or she tests positive for COVID, they're going, and they won't tell the parents where they're at.
1: No, okay. that, that this country.
0: If you go to In the CDC, if you yes, if you go to the CDC website today, <clears throat> and I wrote an article on it. Um, you can go to the CommonSenseShow and read the article. And the, I, I I verbatim posted the restrictions from the CDC. They call it the ABC plan. Send your kid with extra supplies, extra medicine, extra this, extra that. Because we might have to keep them overnight. This blends right into the governor, and he quotes the CDC for his policies. It doesn't end there. Remember New Zealand? If you and I are in the building on the same day, but we don't even come into contact in any proximate time, I can still be, or you could still be sent away uh, because you were in the building on the same day as someone who was positive they don't record when you leave he, this governor now, has taken upon himself to say that if you, if we suspect you, here's the language suspect that you may capital letters suspect capital letters may if we suspect you may have been exposed, we can send you to those camps too <laughs> Article on thecommonsenseshow.com. You can go when we're completed this interview. You can go look this up. I verbatim put the CDC regulations on there, and this was rehearsed in 2011. Operation Mountain Guardian. It was a multifaceted operation, but one of the things they did was FEMA came in to Denver Public Schools and they extracted kids from class in the elementary schools without telling the parents and only one principal refused say i don't care what you got you don't have a court order you're not taking kids out of here and i'm calling the cops they backed off but every other school acquiesced and these kids went to sports authority field where the broncos played football and they had hired crisis actors to assail the stadium to desensitize the security to not giving in to parental demands to release their kids but they didn't need those actors very long uh, and this is, by the way, this was on September 23rd, 2011. And uh, what happened was when M- Mommy Smith shows up to take Billy Smith to the dentist for his noon appointment. Uh, what do you mean he's not here? Well, FEMA came and took him to Sports Authority Field. What? And you let this happen? And there were about 300 parents there, rioting to get their kids back. They rehearsed this already nine years ago. And now it's wow. going in and play. Now, this isn't getting attention nationally. Um, I have contacts. One of my researchers lives in Ohio. And I'm getting all the local reports. And it's, that's not my only source. I mean, this is now, among people who do what I do in the independent media, um, this is pretty well-known fact right now. That's how far... We, so, so let me ask you the question. Based on what you just heard, okay, from the ESF number 8 to New Zealand to now here would you say there's FEMA camps
1: sounds like it yeah
0: yeah well I'll give you I'll give you something else I have regular contact with a lady named Celeste Solem she wrote some of the ESF regulations she's been on my show uh, a number of times and Celeste educated me that there's ESF number 9 10 11 12 13 14 Things haven't fundamentally changed. They've only revised the extraction procedures, how they'll transport people to the camps and so forth. And I have a copy of the camps, the documentation for that. It's called FM 39.4, and it's filed under the Army. So what they do is when they're doing a full operation, what they do is they spread out the authority so it makes it harder for people to find. So one FOIA document for information won't extract all the facts. So there's an Army field manual called FM 39.4, and they lay out the Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Coupon code Hodges. Exquisite details of a FEMA camp. Now, if you want to get really conspiratorial, they have everything in there how they have to march to meals. Uh, how far apart the beds are in the dormitories how many guards will be there the fact that they're going to eventually bring in foreign guards and train foreign guards to take over the camps which I'm sure is going to be the UN and uh, probably do horrible things to people that US soldiers might not do to Americans and the reason I say that is this in this exquisite document over 100 pages long they have all these daily routine activities regulated from what you eat, where you eat but they don't have one thing on body disposal not one and you're going to tell me that you're going to confine people for an undetermined amount of time and no one is ever going to die and so you have all these details on all these operations but you don't have anything on death and I'm telling you why Celeste Solem told me, the FEMA official she said well that's because if you go to the camp what they're going to do is they're going to determine who's re-educatable and who they can let back into society who can serve their purpose. Now remember, we're talking about post-Bolshevik Revolution doing away with the Constitution and these radical democrats taking over. And and so they're gonna determine who gets recruited, okay, to get out of the camps because they're re-educatable. If you don't have any useful skills, it's either guillotine, and I'm not joking when I say this. Or it's uh, it's gas, just like the Nazi, uh, the Jews did. To the Nazis did to the Jews, and, um, and 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 I'll share this thought with you too. I used to interview a guy named Larry Grathwell the late Larry Grathwall. He was an FBI special informant, and when Bill Ayers was running the. Weatherman Underground, which was a communist attempted overthrow of our government. They weren't hippies protesting the Vietnam War. These were Ivy League graduates whose parents were successful. Like Bill Ayers' dad, uh, Tom Ayers was the head of Con Ed in Illinois. And that was typical and they were leading all these communist subversive activities, their activities led to the death of three law enforcement officials for which Bernadine and Bill Lair's wife did several years in prison neither one of them, both felons they teach at universities but they're not allowed to hold a law degree I don't know what university at hire them, but Northwestern and the University of Chicago has so uh, going further this, this is going to shock you I hope you're sitting down Bill Ayers, Bill Ayers launched the political career of Barack Obama. But let me tell you why this is critical. When um, the informant, the FBI informant, uh, Larry Grathwell, sat down with Bill Ayers one time, and he said, well, Bill, if you ever win, what are you going to do? And he said, well, we're probably going to have to take 50 million or more Americans and put them in re-education camps in the Southwest, and then we'll probably have to do away with meaning murder over half of them. And that man launched Obama's president, or uh, career that will end up being uh, president, from state senator to the presidency, and um, and he visited the White House several times during Obama's tenure. Uh, so I would say the writing's on the wall, wouldn't you?
1: Well, it sure seems like it. Talk on it, well, Dave, I got one more question for you. I, I'm concerned about voter fraud, the the way we're. Um, the way I'm afraid the, the the election will be manipulated by uh, the Democratic Party, and they're going to they're going to end up stealing the uh, election, a la uh, Mayor Daley, uh, getting the, the uh, JFK elected by manipulating Chicago and Illinois. So what what are our chances of having an honest and fair election? Zero.
0: Zero. Z- zero.
1: I mean, there's going to always Oh, Dave! I know that. I mean, there's always going to be somebody's going to, you know, the the old uh, Democratic uh, 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 motto was uh, "vote early and often." Mm-hmm. You know, that's, there's always some of that going on. Um, I, I saw a video of some male, uh, mail person, uh, mailman, um, taking a box of, of ballots and dumping them in in, uh, in a bin and trash bin. Um, just recently, so I'm, I mean, I know it's always going to be here, but is it enough to completely change
0: the election? The uh, I'll, I'll just give you one example. In Las Vegas, they sent out a million ballots. They being the Democrats, two hundred thousand of them were returned. They went to people who were dead or no longer lived at the address. Okay, and then also in places like Vegas. They have a law where they can do ballot harvesting. They go into, excuse me, they go into a nursing home, and you can go up to a dementia patient, you know, and um, like Joe Biden's twin, and you can say, "Would you like to vote?" Yeah, and they fill out the ballot form and no signature required. What could go wrong? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it, yeah, it gets worse. <laughs> My own brother-in-law. Um, got a ballot while we were over in California vacationing in July from the Democrats. Uh I know somebody in my area here where I live, they got uh, a ballot for their dog. I don't know how they got the dog's name, but they got a ballot for the dog. Oh my. Okay, and and here's here's how they steal elections. They did this Paul Preston, who's the uh, president of the new California 51st state movement told me this story a long time ago. Orange County is fiercely Republican and conservative because they're rich. They've earned their living. They don't live on welfare. And so the Democrats won some seats, and this is how they did it. They allowed unlimited mail-in balloting, and on the election night, they declared all the Republicans winners. Six weeks later, all these ballots showed up. And some Democrats overturn the results.
1: Uh huh.
0: That's what Trump is facing. Oh, wow. But I have more. <laughs> and this is not. Well, this is something. I, I did a TV interview with Paul Preston, the man I just mentioned. And uh, uh-huh. he told me something he's talked to the Trump administration people about, because the Trump administration is firmly on board with the California attorney having a 51st date come out of it and uh, he talks to them a lot and what they told him is this is that if he declares insurrection in the country all mail-in voting stops so at 7 o'clock in each time zone on November 3rd if the president makes an insurrection call uh, if you haven't mailed your ballot or it's not received at that time, it does not count
1: oh oh Wow,
0: I don't know if that's enough to turn it around, but I'm going to tell you something else that really concerns me. Uh, We've got communist Chinese and Ukrainians in Salt Lake City in Seattle, and now Louisville. And they are um, supplying Antifa and Black Lives Matter with automatic weapons and RPGs. And I have this on excellent authority. Federal law enforcement, I've got it from the Canadian side of things because the, uh, the Chinese are being allowed by Trudeau to stay in British Columbia in large numbers. And, and I'll get into that in a minute because I think it's something that we should cover before we go. Um, and so now they're making their way into Seattle and Portland, and they're training these people for paramilitary activity so they're turning these people into a military force and and I'm going to go one step further with this because this is going to come back to voter intimidation which goes to answer your question in Aurora Colorado, my hometown five weeks ago, Black Lives Matter shut down Interstate 225 and down the road from where they did the shutdowns were tall buildings and the Aurora police and we have this for multiple reports and I'm talking police ex-police, lawyers there's no question this happened the Aurora police observed unarmed people presumably Antifa on top of tall buildings along the I-225 corridor and they looked like they were rehearsing sniper drills with spotters and shooters but without weapons the same thing got reported in Austin, Texas one week later they're ready to ramp this up with the kind of weapons I just mentioned. And today, uh, on the day of this report, we, I, I'm sure you've seen what happened in Louisville today. They've joined uh, Seattle and Portland. Did you catch that?
1: Uh, I, I saw something about it, but I, didn't, I, didn't, <coughs> I wasn't able to hear the whole thing. Um, I heard something about uh, Kentucky, uh, <coughs> but I don't know what it was.
0: Well, you've opened up some other avenues, too, I want to cover before we go, because you've asked really good questions. But I want to talk about why Canada is letting the CHICOMs do what they're doing and using their place as a launching point for what I would basically label as combat advisors for Antifa and Black Lives Matter, as well as material supporters. Canada, The world is facing a water crisis. The U.S. and many cities, the water table has receded, like in San Francisco, New York, Denver, about four to 500 feet. And now it's getting almost cost prohibitive to get water out from that deep. And we're in drought seasons, too. And so it's getting really, really bad. Uh, This is going on in China, India, and many of the countries in Europe. There is one country that has more water than anybody else because true north is is rotated a little bit and it's caused uh, new ice caps to form but old ice caps to melt and this has produced the world's biggest fresh water supply and it's in Canada and it's our operating hypothesis with a lot of support behind this that Canada will be exporting water in this century, like the U.S. did oil. And we dominated the world because we controlled oil distribution. And we controlled the money connected to oil by becoming the reserve currency. Canada is in the same position now. And this is why Trudeau is letting China in to British Columbia with massive amounts of soldiers. Because when this happens, the Canadian military is not strong enough to defend themselves, but the Chinese might be and Canada and China could literally rule the world. And I'm not the... By the way, I found something on YouTube. There's a guy named... I think it's Jack Chappelle. This guy's really good. I've listened to some of his stuff. He didn't talk about the Chinese component, but he did talk about the fact that Canada's going to lead the world in fresh water. And there's... Future wars of the world will be fought in large part over... Um, over water, water and food much more so than oil so uh, Trudeau has totally become an enemy of the United States he's backing a country right now that we very easily could go to war with and we're on the edge of war with right now Canada is not our friend I like the Canadian people they've been really good neighbors and I love Canadians but their government is anti-American now totally 100%. one hundred percent. And Trudeau has converted to Muslim, to Islam, and he's become a communist. And his people hate him, and he only wins because they had rigged elections. So there's another answer to your question: Can they do enough yeah. to cheat to win? I think it's the only way Donald Trump loses is if they cheat on the election. There's no way Biden can get elected. I mean, come on. Do you know right now they're saying thirty-four percent of blacks are going to vote for 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 Trump? but I think that number is, um, is low because I don't think a lot of black people want to say to other ple- pe- black people I'm voting for Trump oh you Uncle Tom, you! how do you dare you do this, but when they close the curtain and I've had black people tell me this when I close the curtain, I'm voting for Trump because he's done something for my people and their jobs and the Democrats have done nothing but phony promises yeah. there, there's no way Trump can lose There's no way unless they cheat massively. And I think they could tip this election by 20 million votes if if Trump allows it. See, Trump basically needs to declare the Insurrection Act. He needs to arrest these governors and mayors for voter fraud. Do you know that in a lot of Democratic states, they're not even going to open the polls. They're trying to do 100% mail-in balloting so they can steal the votes.
1: I heard that the other day. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, Trump cannot allow that. And the Democrats are trying to line up a military coup against Trump. Oh, this is something I think will interest you along the lines of your question. Uh, You may not be aware of the Washington Post publishing an excerpt from a book written by Bob Woodard, um, you know, the guy who uh, exposed Nixon.
1: Yeah, I heard some about that on... Yeah, I heard ab- about that, but I don't know anything about it. just heard about
0: it. Oh, well, I can tell you about it. I, I read the excerpt. I, mean, I don't know if I have this available now. I probably don't. But um, I read the excerpt on, on a podcast about two hours ago. Um, Woodard is using Cohen as a main source for his book. A convicted felon, ball. I mean, just a bad, bad guy. And I'm thinking, how good can your book be? That's one thing about his book, but in the WAPO, Washington Post excerpt from Woodard's book, they he quotes a meeting that Mattis had, General Mattis, with the Director of National Intelligence, Chapman, and they were discussing a coup to take Trump out of office, and that's in this book. Oh, wow. So you're talking the former Secretary of Defense is plotting a coup against the president, according to Bob Woodard.
1: What was the basis of the feud between him and Trump?
0: Woodard is deep state. He was an Obama guy, and, and, and I don't think Trump realized it when he hired him. And I'm, Mattis went against I'm, him on everything.
1: And why did he go against him on everything?
0: Because he was appointed by Obama, because he's a flaming liberal.
1: Oh, oh! I didn't know that. He's one of those generals that was appointed by Obama.
0: Well, yeah. he he made his big jump in rank when Obama started firing other generals and Mattis was the beneficiary and Trump wasn't aware of it. Trump has had really bad advice because the deep state is so thick. Let me just share with you what, um, what I've been told by a, a retired lieutenant general. He said, when the Civil War comes... He didn't say if. He said, when the Civil War comes... You will not be deciding it, Dave. Just get the hell out of the way and defend your yard. He said this will be general against general. FBI agent against FBI agent. DHS agent against DHS agent. He said these uh, entities are so compromised right now that they'll never work in unison together and they will end up fighting each other in a civil war. Oh my. And here's the bad news with that kind of chaos nationally that's when I think the Chinese cross the Canadian border that's when they use the cartels and, and Central and South American forces and the Chicom's who are embedded in parts of Mexico are going to cross our southern border and we will be invaded now I don't think this is an invasion designed to capture the United States I think it's like death by a thousand cuts we'll have to commit so many resources and material to repulse this invasion and it's going to be hard to put down because a lot of the forces that will help these people are 5th column forces that are already here like ISIS, Antifa Black Lives Matter and so this is going to be a never ending situation and we're in a declining economy and in a declining economy that shows up first in your military's long term ability to maintain a war front and and in other words we're, if we go to war with China because I think this is going to happen a world war with China and Russia we will have to go nuclear because we don't have the industrial base any longer to support a long term war does that make any sense to you?
1: it does yeah
0: and, and this is what scares me the most now I have talked to an economist he said they'll just marshal all the economy and get what they need and I said yeah but there's only half left of what was left And most of that's debt. So what are you going to do if you can't find enough workers to pull coal out or manufacture planes or or, or if the auto plants are all shut down because of the lockdowns? I said, what makes you think you're going to get anything done in time to turn the tide of war? And he said, well, that's a good point. So we have compromised ourselves, And that kind of leads me to this. Okay, you asked a lot of good questions about covid. Uh, what I'll tell you is this is COVID was um, I'll tell you what we believe and then I'll tell you what we can prove what we believe is Hunter Biden we know he transferred F-35 technology to the Chinese on Air Force One Obama's plane in 2015 we have uh, seen on Scribd S-C-R-I-B-D we've seen the manifest and then they scrubbed it and uh, one of my researchers does have a uh, copy so that's one thing. They also had aden- unidentified crates at that time that were biohazard crates. We believe that this virus was developed and sent out of Ukraine, which is where the F-35 technology transfer took place. And we think that we gave them the biovirus too, the the COVID-19. And they sent it. That's what we believe. Now, we, pr- we can prove the F-35. The other one we suspect. But I will tell you this. Back in 2017, and this has now come out in the last 10 days, um, (laughs) there were manufactured um, COVID-19 masks that were labeled as such, COVID virus. 2017, 2018, 2019. Bill Gates did an exercise in August and September of 2019, and it was called Event 201 and it was the government's response to a covid pandemic in the United States. Bill Gates this is before it broke out in China. So Bill Gates must be psychic. That's public. Oh, yeah. Event 201 is public. Now they tried to scrub a lot of this off the internet, but too many people have, um, you know, copies. They have hard copies. And then the world uh-huh. Econ- the World Economic Forum uh, which are the elite of the elite, the Rothschilds and Rockefeller family and so forth. They try to set the world's agenda. They're the you know, the climate change gurus, the one world government. we got to have one digital currency. That's what the World Economic Forum is. The World Economic Forum is on record, and this is pretty close to a quote. Uh, COVID virus gives us the opportunity to reshape the planetary politics as well as its economic systems. <laughs> they said this in January of this year. This is before we even had the first di- the first diagnosed case in the United States was January 27th and they made this statement on January 1st. So they knew they knew what was coming, okay And I'm gonna I, I, I hope you're sitting down for this one because this is what's coming very quickly because we got about uh, 30 seconds. Um, the fourth Industrial Revolution is starting with AI and they want to bring it in quickly, and they want to get rid of industrialization, and that's why COVID was brought here, to destroy economies through the lockdown. Wow. So on that note, my friend, John Q. Public, public, we have to close, but I, I want to thank you for coming on and asking these insightful questions because the average person's thinking of but we got to sign off before we get cut off. So I will talk to you soon.
1: Thank you, David. Appreciate you having me.
0: All right. Thanks, John Q. Public.